Welcome back to Becky Well Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Cross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time now for our lightning bets, where we put pen to paper for Thursday night football. Bears and commanders, in case you missed our talking points, make sure to check out our podcast wherever you podcast. But I mentioned that I am on the Bears plus five and a half, and that will be my first lightning bet. The question is, which team does a short week affect more? Could it be the team that had to be in overtime? Maybe it isn't the team that just didn't show up late against the Broncos. And so maybe they're a little bit more rested. But I do think that the short week could help the Bears just a little bit more. And I mentioned before how this Washington secondary could struggle in a matchup like this, where Justin Fields could string back-to-back good, if not adequate performances so i think the bears can cover the big number uh another prop and joe you mentioned uh liking rashawn johnson uh possibly to do something in this game i want to tail that in a slightly different way i think khalil herbert under 11 and a half rushing attempts at minus 110 offers some real value here. Justin Fields will get his scrambles in if he evades pressure. I do feel like the Bears will be playing from behind, and so they will probably have to pass a little bit more. So I think that will affect the rushing attack in general. And while 11.5 is a small number, is the faith gone in this rushing attack? Is the faith gone in Herbert and this offensive line? I don't think he will get to 12 carries, so I like the under there. And then maybe this is a bit of a protest play more than anything else, but... Because it is Bears Commanders for Thursday night, I'm going to college football for my other lightning bet. Sam (laughs) Houston Liberty over 45 and a half. Liberty has a really good balance attack rushing and passing. It is within the realm of possibilities that they get to this number by themselves. So with a lower total in the college ranks, give me over 45 and a half for Sam Houston Liberty, Joe. All right. Your your point about overtimes, this is it's very trendy. But it's pretty amazing, and it's a sample size of since 2000. Since 2000, when a team has a short week off an overtime game, that's Washington. Since 2000, they are 3-21 and against the spread. Wow. Washington's laying six. Laying six. So it's, you know, people are going to look at it and say, oh, you know, the Thursday night home teams haven't been doing great for a few years, and Washington's bad at night at home, even though the playing the Bears, short week off an overtime game. I think a lot of people are going to point to that. Curious where this number closes. We're back at six. During the show, we took a glance at it. In one of the breaks, it was six and a half. So I wonder if this closes six. My guess is six, maybe some late money uh, on the Bears, but I don't see it going back down to five and a half since there's going to be so much public coming in. All right, here's what I'm doing. Far side or total, if I had to go side, I would take the Bears and the points, but I don't love it. I do love the the over. The over 44 and a half. There's one team in the NFL that is 4-0 to the over, and it's the Chicago Bears. And I don't see that stopping anytime soon because the defense is so horrendous, and we saw signs of life last week. And it's not like the commanders have a great defense. There are aspects of the defense that's pretty good. They can put pressure on opposing quarterbacks, which could be good for their defensive line. Maybe some sack props if you want to take a look there for the commanders. But I think both sides are going to put up points. It might be something like what we saw last week when we see much more points than the market expects. So for any Bears game to be at this number, 44 and a half, I'm going to bet over. 
same handicap last mm-hmm. week in the Denver game when that was 46 and a half. So over is my favorite there. Roshan Johnson, no matter what the game script, I think you're going to be okay because they're going to make sure he gets at least five carries. They do it every single game. They could be playing in front. They could be playing from behind, but he's going to get his. So over 18 and a half rushing yards, I think it's a pretty good buy point because he only had 13 uh, rushing yards last week because everything was going through the air. Everything was going off of Justin Fields throwing because he was so successful <laughs> at it. So he didn't have many rushing yards. Uh, the Fields rushing prop is way too high, by the way. So Roshan Johnson over 18 and a half. And I want to take a commander to score an anytime touchdown. And I found, and the guy that leads them in red zone targets has a good number is anytime touchdown for Jahan Dotson is plus 210. So that is going to be a play going Dotson anytime touchdown. And I'm not going to do it with all of my picks, but the real sweat for me is going to be with my lone circus survivor play. I will be taking the Washington Commanders, and I'm Woo! going to hate. I'm going to hate the Bears tomorrow so much. <gasps> it's all for the it's all for the content, right? Either I'll be very happy, or I'll be down in the dumps. <laughs> Are you going to bring it. a pillow with you to the show tomorrow that you'll yell into for everyone to see? Uh, no, no. I really hope that's not the case. I really don't. <laughs> All right. Does anybody think if you the Bears lose, are going to win? Yeah. If you lose your survivor pick, you have to wear a cup yeah. as a face mask tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, o- the only with a jump that- strap. <laughs> like, oh well, I mean, God. how else is it going to stay on? I know? know it's just right. so awkward. Uh, the how only cup you in believe, the house. Joe? It's the one that my son wears, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> going to be wearing it. He doesn't Gross. even have, wear a jock strap. But anyways, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm just – no. That's, I'm just happy he wears Bad it, coaching. unlike some other kids. Uh, yeah, that's not Jeez. part of the job, like make, making sure they all wear jock straps. <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah, this is the last concern of mine. Uh, Paul, would you take the Commanders tonight? Does anybody think the Bears can win? Anybody think they're live? I do. Yes. Cover win. I think they're live. I'm not betting. I want to believe. But... I want to believe that they will win, and this is their last. Oh my god! Raw and fight. You hate the but Commanders. If you, if you think that the players want Eberflus fired, then they won't get up to win this game for sure. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I. I the secondary is like just that. so bad. Yeah. yeah. No, they're Sec- not. Mm-hmm. That's he's, the he's deciding factor. I think is the secondary. I just don't know how they're stopping them through the air at all. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, but, yeah, and the way me. you've been living and dying, like on the edge, maybe close to the end, you'll get through it. You'll living on the edge. Is <laughs> that Aerosmith? What? <laughs> Tyler. You're welcome. Oh, all right. Speaking of commanders, that is where I will begin. My man, Curtis Samuel, has a quad injury. He was limited in practice, but I think he'll be just fine. Over 31 and a half receiving yards. He's had 51 against the Eagles, 54 against the Bills, only 19 against the Broncos, and then 54 against the Cardinals. I still think he'll be just fine. Then, I'm going to have fun with this one. I'm going alt-line. 
Colorado minus 13 and a half against my Sun Devils. It's plus 250. I don't think it's enough points. I think Colorado gets back to its winning ways. ASU, the injuries just keep on coming. And I I think Colorado's just going to show that they're this offensive juggernaut. And so Colorado minus 13 and a half and alt spread for you at plus 250, Paul. Sorry, we clearly have something going on in the neighborhood. There's something, always something in your neighborhood. If it's <laughs> oh, not it's garbage day, on. it's people slamming yeah. on the stairs the with stairs. their yeah. yeah, it's always something. So, the main oh, streets of, of Paul Aspen picks. Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. Scary Terry. Scary Terry night. The That's the, the angle, but we're hitting it from a bunch of different ways. Over four and a half receptions. Uh, last I checked, there, I guess it's at minus 130 now. So I, yeah. I think I'd still play it there. Uh, over 59 and a half yards was the last number I saw. Maybe it's uh, Aaron. I think you saw a 60 and a half. So good with that. And I, I just think he's going to run freely down the middle of that defense from the start. Um, it could be a big night for McLaurin. And then touchdown, first touchdown, uh, plus 175, 10 to 1 on the first touchdown are the numbers there. So let's go, Terry. Surprisingly, zero red zone targets this year so far. Yeah. But he had 10 targets last week, mm. eight catch game, 86 yards. I think they'll hit him from outside the red zone, to be honest, and it'll be a big play that gets him in the end zone. I also let's think go. they will look for him in the red zone eventually this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have to. Like, how could you not? Yeah. Anything, Jake? Uh, actually kind of, yeah, no baseball, I know. Okay. So I started looking at world series MVP instead. Evan Carter's a hundred wow. to one. He had two hits in game one. He had the home run yesterday. I think the Rangers are going to smoke the Orioles, yes. especially if they get Scherzer back, even without Scherzer. I like, I love the Orioles. The Orioles were a team I backed all year, but they have exactly one starting pitcher. And then Grayson Rodriguez is probably going to go in game two. And then game three, it's. Jack Flaherty, maybe, or John Means. And you don't have your five closer. regular season starts. Yeah. And they don't have their yeah. possibly their most valuable player in Felix Bautista. Cano is out right. of gas. He'll be their new closer. I love the Orioles. I think they're going to be a real threat next year, but I think they're out of gas. And once you get to the ALCS, probably against Houston, but maybe against Minnesota if they keep this up. And then you definitely, I like Scherzer's walking out of bullpen screaming finally at anyone within the vicinity who will listen to him. <laughs> He's a crazy person. By the ALCS, he'll definitely be back. And if Montgomery and Evaldi are going to do this, like I, that price is only going down. Carter was awesome for the entire second half. He has power. He's going to play every game at 100 to 1. Like it's kind of like mm -hmm. the Bregman thing from last year. I think they're getting to the ALCS, and by then, what's that price going to be? 40, 30? Yeah. Yep. Dude, I think it's so funny. Like, Manfred never thought this was going to happen. He never thought he'd have mm -hmm. no baseball game Thursday primetime yep. against a terrible Thursday night football game. He never and, – right. and I kind of understand it because I never thought. Yeah. We thought a lot of sweeps, but mm -hmm. there'd be at least one game that goes to a game three. Nope. Didn't get it. But – Nope. But, like, are they really missing out? Like, if it's Diamondbacks Brewers, you're losing the bad Thursday night football regardless. I think any of these matchups are really losing. You're losing. Yeah. But, but, like, you just started the playoffs. Now you got to go two full days without any baseball. But I also yeah. thought, like, the wild card round was there was a lot of fireworks. It was fun that, like, maybe people will miss what they can't have for a couple days. 
Yeah, Perhaps. especially Jake, if you're forced we, I, to watch Commanders Bears. Exactly. I, yeah. It'll make people yeah, be like, right. "I need the baseball Give back." Baseball. <laughs> I I wonder if they missed out on starting on Friday, just because like yeah, when right. Friday starts, then like you're not competing against any football whatsoever. I agree. Then you kind of get the momentum going. That that's, probably that's where they chunked ball. it. Yep. Yeah, I think that's the problem right there. So, yep. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. I'm Kate Constable here with your BetQL Best Bet for Thursday Night Football. We have the Commanders and Bears tonight. This is going to be an exciting one. Commanders minus 5.5 is how I'm playing this game. Bears are going to be facing a pretty good Washington defensive front that should be able to have its way against Chicago's very weak offensive line that has the 7th highest pressure rate allowed. Justin Fields has been under pressure on nearly 47.5% of his dropbacks, which is the worst mark in the league, according to PFF. Meanwhile, Washington really likes to throw the ball and will have plenty of opportunities, seeing as the Bears rank 31st in opponents' passing yards per attempt, giving up 8.4. Commanders also have a strong receiving core with Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, and Curtis Samuel. That group's going to have the upper hand over a Bears secondary that's going to be without three of its top five defensive backs. And really, there's just too much turmoil in Chicago's organization right now for me to want to back them on the road on a short week. So give me the Commanders to cover tonight, minus five and a half. For more picks, head over to BeckQL and check out all our Thursday Night Football plays.